Hey, what's up, Tom? What's up, brother? Hey, man. I want to uh, give a big thanks to uh, our sponsors uh, today. Thank you, Schedulicity. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our industry. You give so much love. You give so much love to us. We want to uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Well, uh, in 2019, they changed the industry, right? They changed the industry with both Schedulicity Cares by giving away $5,000 a month to a hairdresser and some barbers, right? And with Schedulicity Pays. Yeah, and Schedulicity Pays was huge. Ginormous. It, yeah, and, and it definitely, definitely will save you money. Yeah. No I mean, doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, a 1.99% processing fee and for $0.10 cents a, a swipe. I mean, you, do your research. You can't find better. No. And a free card reader. And a free card reader. That's right. <laughs> Which is integrated right into the app, right? So you don't have to leave the app. Everything is, uh, is right there for you. Yeah. And also, we want to bring to the family. Yeah. So uh, we're also excited to talk about uh, salon scales and welcome them. Um, and then they give you the price, which then in turn, you, you, uh, you, you forward to your, to your uh, client. So what they're doing is they're doing labor and product. So you charge for your labor, you know, you charge X amount, you know, per, per hour. And then you're also um, charging for your product, but they kind of walk you through that. But more importantly to me is you see exactly how much product you're using. And, and exactly how much product that, it, that it's costing you, right? So, like, I know, for instance, like, I was way undercharging, like, for either a gloss or, or, or for a toner because I was using more product than I was actually charging for it. So, you know, for years and years and years, I've been losing money with those services. Well, now I've, I've readjusted my, schedule, my, my pricing, so now I can, I can make some more money on, on, on those products. Or so, not lose money. <laughs> not lose money. Exactly. I mean, literally, it's crazy when you do a gloss and now it's costing you money. You know, that, that's, that's just silly to it's think like about. like taking your car to a mechanic and they charge you for labor and not for parts. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. So now, now they've given us the ability to charge for that. Um, and, and again, just for me, the, the biggest aha for me was just the awareness of, of, of what these products are actually costing me because I had no clue before. A really, uh, another really cool thing about Salon Scales is that you just put in whatever product line that you're using. And, and it's already preset in the, uh, in the app. You just go to their website and you go, hey, I'm using this product line, that product line, this product line. And it just, it automatically puts it in the app for you. So when you're, when you're weighing your, your product, you just boop, 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 boop. And even if like, like because we're independent, what do you got to do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> because we're independent, you know, we use, we use, it's not just one product line that we use or one color line that we use. Like I use, um, I use Schwarzkopf uh, Lightner, but I use Redken um, uh, shades and it's, and you're able to put all those products in there so you can weigh exactly, uh, exactly what you, uh, what you want. So they're making it super easy for you. They're making it incredibly easy for you and you're saving money and you can actually make money because I think I said earlier, you can, you can set the price to whatever you want to charge for that. Meaning like if a tube of color is costing you $10, you can mark it up. So it's $20. So when you forward that to your client, that um, little bit of a, a, a margin there as well. It's, it's so great. Um, again, just thank you very much, Salon Scales. Thank you for being on board with us. And, uh, and we can't wait to see how you guys change the industry in 2020. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my best bud, Tony. What's, What's up, up, brother? Chilling, hey, uh, man. man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. So uh, once again, we're at ISSE or ICE in, in Long Beach, California. And uh, first, we want to thank them for uh, for allowing us to uh, to set up here and to, and to do our thing. Yeah, we uh, truly appreciate that. You know what? And I know Hairbrain doesn't have anything to do with this particular podcast, but uh, they've received, they've been giving us a lot of love, too. We did a, a, a podcast earlier and the hair brain room and just want to give one a shout out and say yeah, you know, definitely. we appreciate we love you shout out to hair brain shout out to gordon and shout out to uh courtney you know yep. Cor- courtney's courtney's awesome over there too um yeah man it's, it's been really cool and it's kind of cool how like you know that i don't know just that we're able to do more stuff and and, and with, with with more people and it's really really cool and you know yeah, yeah every time we, we do something like this i just i'm more and more impressed by how beautiful our industry is you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's actually funny you say beautiful and like like we saw the most beautiful imagery last night when we went to the Naha, you know, and uh 
it's just, I mean, it's been incredible just, just to see the images, just to see. You know what? It's not about the image so much to me as you can literally see the passion behind each one of those images and, and, uh-huh. and what happened, you know, the effort that it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so today's guest was a finalist in the Not uh, High. I know. It's really cool. We've actually, um, uh, once again, this is someone that we've been talking to pretty much since the beginning, you know, via DM and stuff, um, pretty much since the beginning of when we started the podcast. We're there a few months later. And uh, she used to be like a homeboy. You know, she used to be like an actual Merlander. See, if you're from Merlin, you say Merlin. If you're not, you say Maryland. Right. right? So <laughs> we're from Merlin. So, um, so she actually used to be a Merlander, but, uh, you know. Yep. Now she's uh, she's a traitor. I think is what we're calling her now, right? Yep. Now she's a, what a derby. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what do you call? Yeah. I don't know. She's moved to Kentucky, but she's got a really interesting story. She has not the uh, not the normal path to get into the industry or you know to find the industry, and I'm, I'm super. Uh, uh, I'm just as kind of much as interested in that story before as as I am to becoming a finalist. I am, I am, I am as well, and and that's that's why we brought her up here tonight, man. So we can so we can chat her up and get her story. Oh, let's go. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, really awesome. And again, we say it all the time. We're really excited to have Jamie Wiley. Um, she's a she's a pureology uh, artist, and um, I mean, she'll give us all her things. But you know, she's working with pureology now, and um, it's just I I really can't wait to get into her story. And she's about as sweet as they come. So. I can't wait to introduce her to our entire audience or, you know, certainly the small portion that may not know her. Right. You know, so we get in. Bring her in, Let's man. do it. Let's do it. Miss Jamie Wiley, welcome to your day off. Whoa. <laughs> what an introduction. Well, Thank you so much. I mean, you earned it, dude. Well, yeah. Are you kidding me? Thank you. You really, uh, really appreciate because it. Your work is insane. Thank you. you no. Know? Yeah. A, a one-shot finalist, uh, a Naha finalist. I mean, that. That's some serious stuff on your resume. Yeah, thank you, um, and it comes from the heart. Like I'm, s- like so incredibly passionate about this industry, and uh-huh. and I'm driven, right. and I really comes from, like you said, like from my previous career because this mm-hmm. is my second career. Awesome. Well, we're gonna get into all that right. before we get into it. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Minnesota, small town Minnesota, and I like. Graduated from a high school of sixty people. No, literally sixty people. Literally. So when you say small town, it's not like oh, small town. Is that a real high school or is that a homeschool high school? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> was it your mom and your brothers and sisters? <laughs> yeah. Like all the neighborhood literally. kids. And- <laughs> yeah, no, I knew like everybody's brothers and sisters. Right. Like, yeah, sixty people. We graduated, wow. like, what? And, and everybody still lives there. You're the only. You're the only escapee. I'm the only. <laughs> That's the smallest high school I have ever heard of. I know it's crazy, right? Sixty yeah. people. Is yeah. that your graduating really? class, or is that everybody in high school? Uh, no, that was my graduating class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. But was it? Was it? Um, did you go to like? Uh, did you go to like elementary, junior high, and then high school with all the same people? All the same people. Kindergarten wow. through high school. So yep. it's funny. I'm not busting or anything. But <laughs> yes, you are. That's okay. Like, <laughs> I get. Like, <laughs> like in my school. I mean, there's probably like 10 classes with 30, you know, 30 kids in right? each class. Right. Yeah. Did y'all have like two classes? Like like 30, 30 kids in this class and 30 kids in that class and that was it? Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. And it, like it sounds, it sounds awful, but like I didn't meet anybody that wasn't the same ethnicity as me until I like left high school. Like I left until I went into the military right like it so with i didn't i watched tv like that's it, it was crazy like this is so secluded minnesota right yeah that's crazy and, and I'm, i mean you know tony and i we grew up in dc so you know we we, we grew up in an environment that that's kind of opposite, opposite to like you know like yep. like all so it was, it was culture shock when i left i the first time i rode on an airplane was when i was 18 years old so like going to it was like literally culture shock. So you um so you so did you you join you said you joined the military. So did you join yep. the military like in high school? Did you do, did you get did you get wrapped roped in by one of those uh, one of those high school recruiters? No, I actually when I was <laughs> my my husband's here, so he's laughing right now because he's actually a military recruiter. Is he? <laughs> yes. Does he steal Does he steal family's kids to <laughs> to join the military? No, he loves it because he. <laughs> Dude, I had a military recruiter yell at me. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a whole crazy story. Yeah. But anyways. He <laughs> loves it because he gets to um, put people, take people out of awful situations and, right. it, you know, like give them a better life. School? Give them a better yeah. life. So it's it's amazing. But no, I actually, when I was in kindergarten, I had uh, a soldier from Desert Storm come into my class and speak to us. And it was captivating. And I was like, I want to do that with my life. I want to travel. I want somebody else to pay for college right. and and I did I have two degrees and did you go in right after high school um well my family was like please try college Jamie <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay mom I will I will try college for you so I went for one semester and I partied and I was like okay this isn't for me whatever um and so I I left college and I was like peace out I'm going to the army and I did that's pretty so. cool. You said you have. Go ahead. I was going to say, did the army pay for that that college experience? No, I had to pay that <laughs> off. <laughs> it sucked. Right. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so I mean, I, uh, again, uh, how, so where did you go to boot camp? I guess it might be my first question. So when you Fort flew Jack- off, and yeah. then where's Fort Jackson? Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Wow. How was that? It was. At first, it sucked. I was like, oh, man. But my when I left, my mom was like, do not call me and say that you do not want to do this because I will be pissed. <laughs> so when, every time I called, I was like, I love this, Mom. This is great. I'm so <laughs> glad I did this. And I was like, shit. This is <laughs> I can't believe I, I did this. She's more <laughs> scared of her mom than she was a drill sergeant. It was. Yeah, actually, my drill sergeant's great. They were they were really great. Um, and my husband was there actually. This is that's how I met my husband. Whoa. And his drill sergeants were awful. They were so awful. And I was like, I feel so bad for that group over there. <laughs> they, they have terrible ones. Um, but no, they they were great. I loved my experience, and uh, it was incredible. Everything I am now, it goes back to that experience, like my integrity. I chose Purology because of my experience with the military. Like, I stand up in front of hairdressers now because, like, because of the integrity of the products. Like, we're vegan. We're sustainably sourced. Like, everything about that brand goes back to the, my military experience now. You know, like, so much about who I am is because of my experience of the military. You know, you just can't help loyalty, right. duty, respect, selfless service, personal courage. All of that um, really molds you when you're a young adult. Um, I mean, just how you dress. Like, even today, my husband's like, your shirt's a little wrinkly. I'm like, damn it, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John. <laughs> That's crazy. It. So, no. what is it? I'm not going to let you brush over it. How in the hell did you meet your husband in boot camp? Because I was <laughs> in boot camp, bro, and uh, I, I didn't meet I anybody that I, that, I, that I, I cared about. You know, for a long time, we, we actually didn't tell people we met in the, in the military because it's like, it's, uh, I don't even know, like, it's just not normal to meet somebody in boot camp, you know, that, and then, then you it. stay together. Um, but no, we were uh, zeroing our weapons. We were quali- qualifying our weapons. And I have terrible vision. And I actually I couldn't. I couldn't. How come zero- that terrifies me? That you- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I prob- they probably shouldn't have given me an M16. They probably shouldn't have. I couldn't see anything. And they, they he zeroed his weapon um really well and they were like we're gonna give you a buddy to come over here and help you zero your weapon and Mm -hmm. so he had this really sexy accent from boston and i was like damn this guy (laughs) this guy this guy with this accent he was so cute and he had these tattoos and i'm like good accent bad boy yeah i was like no i'm focusing here i'm here i'm trying to I'm here to train to go to war if I need, you know, because it was right after 9-11, too. Sure. Like, I was like, I'm, you know, I need to get my priorities straight, tri- right? Priorities straight here, right. Jamie. Like, and, and he was so cute. Um, <laughs> but no, he helped me zero my weapon. And um, and then I was like, oh, where are you going to training after this? And we were both going to the same training. Which was where? Fort Lee. What were you training? Virginia. We automated logistics specialist computers. 
I need help with my computer. <laughs> I need help with my shoes. I need help. <laughs> can can you help me zero my yeah. computer? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it was downhill after that. Like, we, uh, we focused on our training, but then, um, yeah, basically we met in March. We dated in July. We got engaged in August, and we got married in October of the same year. And wow. I was 19, and he was 20, and we've been married for 15 years now. Well, congratulations wow. on the uh, on the on the long successful marriage. Yeah, thank you. What did you um did you get deployed? I did not. Uh, that was one thing that I have always been like. I was like, I wish I did, because uh-huh. I mean, that's like it's like you train for something for so long, and I wish. I mean, it's would, a regret, right. you know. Right. I mean, my husband was very thankful that he didn't have to go. He went two deployments mm-hmm. um but where, where was he deployed iraq and afghanistan yeah wow heavy duty huh heavy duty yeah. how was yeah. that i mean you know, respect brother let's uh let's remove you as like as like army member and let's let's put you in like the role of like army wife like mm-hmm. what what was that like being when he was deployed and especially since you're yeah for you know, the first one i was still in uh as a service member, like I was still in, and we did not have any children. So I kept very busy. I was serving. I was going to school. I was working full time. And I tried to, I volunteered to go. They, it feels like when you volunteer to go, they're like, nope, you can't go. (laughs) We don't want you. They don't want somebody that's a little overzealous to go, Jamie. (laughs) Um, And then the second time, we had just had my son, and that's when my mom had just passed away, and so that was a really, that was a really really difficult m- time in my life, right. and that's when I had a like a fork in the road, and that's when I was getting out of the military, and I could like I was like either I can stay in or I can get out. And change careers, and that's when I became a hairdresser. And it was. was How did you know, though? I mean, like, did you know you wanted to be a hairdresser, like before you got in, and just how to figure it out or something? Yeah. So I like, I knew a long, like a long time ago. Like I did my hair for uh, all my proms. Uh Like I did my friends' hair. I would, you know, I'd buy box dye in high school, and I dye my friends' hair, and like all the things and. My mom was a hairdresser in her early 20s. I came from a family of hairdressers. And Is everybody in Minnesota a hairdresser? It seems like it. Probably. I mean, we know a lot of people from there. And there's a lot of talented people in Minnesota. In Minnesota, yeah. 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 And I, I just always saw the way she made people feel. You know what I mean? And she also worked with special needs children. And As a hairdresser? She were she was a hairdresser and uh-huh. then she changed fields and worked with special needs Got children. It. And what's crazy is our oldest son is special needs as well. So just kind of like full circle. And so I knew if I didn't stay in the military, I was going to become a hairdresser. And so that was a fork in the road. So I, we were living in Germany. We we just <laughs> moved from Fort Drum, New York, cold as hell, and then we moved to Germany. And cold our, as hell. Yep. <laughs> Right, and our son is really small, like three months old, and my husband's about to deploy. My mom just passes away, Mm. and it's just like such a fork in the road in our lives. And it's like, what do I do with my life? And so I get out of the military, and I go to cosmetology school, and I knew like. I knew at that moment that it was meant to be because my cosmetology school teacher in the first day of school asks everybody. And at this moment, I'm 24 years old. So I'm like five years of military experience. I'm a mom. My husband's deployed. So I'm not, I'm, I'm like straight shooter. Like I'm not a young kid here. Like, and did you talk with him about switching careers? I did, yes. He actually told me to go. To, he was like, this is what you should do. And I was like, I don't know. What do you think he saw in you? Was it just the passion of it? or, or Yeah. 
Like, yeah. he knew I needed something. Right. Like, I was in a really dark place. Like, I was so sad. I had postpartum depression. My, my mom, she was my best friend. Right. My best friend. I was just so sad. He was like, you need something, and this is what I think you need. And so, on the first day, she asks everybody, the teacher, why are you here? Like, why is it that you're here? And I said, my mom is a hairdresser, and she just died. And so, uh, and, she, and she goes, who is your mom? Oh, and then I said, and she went to school here. Whoa. And she goes, who is your mom? And, and I told her, her name is Sherry. And she goes, what year did she graduate? And I said, 1979. And the teacher said, I went to school with your mom here at this school. Wow. And it was like goosebumps. The universe was speaking to me. And I was like, holy shit. I know this is, it's meant for me. Like, this is, you know what I mean? And so from that day forward, it was like boots on the ground running. I have no time to sit still or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so so passionate about this career. I want to become an educator. I want to share everything that I know. And you knew all this getting into the industry. This wasn't yeah. something like that, 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 like a passion that you created later on yeah, or looking no, no. for something else. So, yep. did, so did your teachers, you know, obviously if that's your mentality going through school, yeah. did, were you excelling way above everybody else because you, you were so focused? I was so focused. Yeah. So it, even in like the first phase of it, you know, before you even get on the floor, I had already finished like, all of my, like, up stuff, you know how you have to, like, check off everything? Like, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. check it off. Do, 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 do. Like, she was, by the time we were on the floor, I was like, I'm done. Like, wow. I don't even, like, she was like, okay, Jamie. Dude, I bet every 19-year-old that you went to school with hated you. Because <laughs> you're, you're all, you've gotten all your checks, and they're like, oh, yeah. playing from behind, you know. Yeah. Smoking behind the building and stuff, and there's yeah. Jamie, like, doing perm wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Even the teacher was like, I was like borderline kind of friends with the teacher because we were kind of like almost the same age. She was like, remember, like, you're the student, Jamie. We can't, like, this is borderline (laughs) inappropriate. (laughs) You're like, I'm the student for a little bit. A little bit. I'm going to be the educator. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. And then we went to the ABS, and I was, and then I saw Pureology, and I was like, yep, see you. That's your brand, right? There's my brand. Right. Yeah, you know, so you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't see any other brands that were appealing or anything. Like Pureology was the one. Did you see Ruth on stage? I, you know who I saw? I saw Wendy. Ruth uh, wasn't yeah. with them yet. Right, she was still with Ruth. Ruth was still was still with Reagan. I saw Wendy. Yep. And I was like, I see you, Wendy. <laughs> I'm coming to get you, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You were still in school. And I was still in school. I bought a bottle of shampoo, and I was like, Yep, love it. That's it. That's yeah. incredible that, like, just the drive that she has. And not, it's not the drive, it's the vision. Like, like mm-hmm. she pre-saw all of this, and then, like, and then, you know, she saw Pureology on stage, and then she became their biggest stalker. Yeah, because we were in hair school at the same age, and I, had, I, I saw none of that. Yeah, me either. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So that's I didn't ha- pretty I'm impressive. Very, incredibly impressive. So were you, um, I mean, again, going back to Naha and seeing your work and mm-hmm. stuff, have you always been artistic? Like, are you a drawler? Are you a whatever? Or, or is just is your art hair? Does uh, that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. No, I do other things, too. Like, this sounds really weird, but I like to, like, crochet. I'm not a drawer. Can't draw. Can't My, draw. I have two daughters, and they're mm-hmm. both like, Mommy, draw this. And I'm like, I can't draw a giraffe. <laughs> I'm like, a giraffe? No way. Can't do it. Stick like stick giraffe <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah Mm-mm. oh my gosh no. that's hilarious no but it's like a l <laughs> <laughs> upside down l it's <laughs> awful but no if my hands aren't doing something it's like i go crazy my like <laughs> my husband will say like he he's like if you're not doing something you're going insane but I, even for Naha 2021, like, I, I've i already shot for next year. Like, I've already shot Naha 2021. Wow. What? I have. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, so how many, how many um, before this year, how many times had you entered? 
I've entered five. This was my fifth year. This is your fifth entering. year? Yep. And this was the first time you were a finalist? It was the first one? time I was a finalist. Okay, I, yep. want to, I want to live here for a little bit because I think I think this is really helpful, especially mm-hmm. there's so many, like, like in our industry right now, there's so many great competitions going on, you know, the, 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 you know, the whole visuals yep. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, like, looking back at your first entry, yeah, entry, yeah that's f- first fair year. enough. So the first year, like... Like, do you look yep. at it, and are, are, are you like, oh, oh yeah, that was, was pretty dope, or, was, or is you kind of like, it was eh, shit. yeah, it was shit, right? It was shit, yeah. yeah. It was, the concept was cool. It was, like, warrior, but the hair was, like, meh. Right. Yeah. Like, the wardrobe was cool. Right. Do you remember that one? Do you remember that one? Yeah. The wardrobe was really, really cool, uh, but the hair was, like, woof. It was right. so woof. But what do you what, what do you what, think your mistakes were there for that as as your I mean, first? Because you entry? don't know, you don't right. know what you don't know until you know it. Sure, but looking back, what like you would be like, oh, I, I would like. What if you had been more like focused on the hair and less on like what the wardrobe and stuff was, or yeah. would your priorities been different? Yeah, absolutely. Because what what you focus on is like at first I thought it was the concept of it, like the overall concept. Because you think it's like oh texture, and you so focus on like texture or styling and finishing, but. You have to really focus on the hair and your creativity and your craft. And after that, and then when you shoot it, you're like, whoa, I would fix this, 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 (laughs) and this, and this, right? And you don't realize any of that until after you shoot it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, And then, too, there's a million other things that happen along the way that you don't see until after the fact. Right. What kind of artist are you um, in, in the sense that, like, do you go in with such a strong concept that it's hard for you to break from that? Or do you go in with a concept and then you, and then as the day develops, you go, okay, this is where we're going with this? Uh, I do. I like to develop it, like, six months in advance. So on the day of the shoot, it's like butter. Like, it just, right. like, it just, oh, it just happens. Right. Um, but it just happens like, like that. No live event like, ever happens like that, Jamie. Uh, Stop it already. Uh, <laughs> but what kind of artist am I? Like, as f- well, just, like, just, 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 just here's, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. When we talk to Matt Sweeney, right? Matt says that he goes in with a concept, but then within, in the day, like, he doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be that exact concept. He kind of oh, goes with the feel, like, the like what's the, what, yeah, what's the model feeling or, or how's he feeling about yeah, the we, model? We talked to oh. Ruth last night and yeah. she goes, you know, they, they develop they the concept first and then they'll do, focus on the hair to fit the concept, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. So what's your process, I guess, is the question. I'm the same way. I'll do the concept and then the hair falls into it. Does that make sense? Sure. But I love the story of it. I want the story and the emotion. So I will do the, I want them to tell me the story. Like I will have music like playing and I will, I have the model. I'm like, I will give them the story and I want them to play out that story. Like I will, like, I'm like, you guys tell me and I want you to make me feel this in that story. So like with my avant-garde, I was like, it, it was a winter goddess princess and her name was skatey it's a real it's a real winter goddess and she is so powerful and a badass right right? so my husband and i took a trip to iceland this year and that's where i got inspired and i and we had music playing and a whole soundtrack and i was like you bring this emotion out and and they did and they were so powerful and i was like yes give it to me it was like a movie production on set and the wind is going and and the fabric is moving and the hair is moving and and these big pieces of um the hair on and these big um, pieces that I made and and just one one piece took me fif- 15 hours just for one oh. one petal right. which I had to braid and John had to like my husband John had to hold the ends of the braid, and I had to braid it all the way down. His poor, poor, this poor man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I had to braid all the way down, and then glue them onto these pieces, and and then they bring it to life. Like that's what I love. When you and say "they," you like, talk about like the photographer and the whole like thing. Yes. Yeah, so, th- and then the models bring it to life, and that's 
like I'm just like yes that sets my soul on fire I'm like yes bring this shit to life how cool is it like when you're so in that fun. moment and like where it goes from your imagination it goes from your inspiration then you're sitting there and like a movie set it's just kind of like it's all coming to life yes. that must be like the most amazing feeling yes. right because it's in your head when you're at home because I I'll play the soundtrack at home <laughs> and my kids are there like Mom, this is so lame. <laughs> You're so stupid. Because I have a five-year-old, and she's so, she's a spitfire, and she's like, so stupid, Mom. So stupid. But I'm like, it's so cool. But then when it actually happens, it's like, yes, yes. And cool. then when you see it on the video of the five finalists, and you're like, holy shit, I'm a right. <laughs> So do you storyboard it out? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's, pretty, that's pretty cool. But it was really, really cool to, like, get the inspiration from Iceland, like, the beautiful landscape and the ice, and then of the ice princess, and then to bring it back. And, and I had um, the wardrobe from Monique Lullier mm-hmm. of the big white gown, and then to have it flowing in the wind, and it was just, it was amazing. So that that kind of stuff, that's where I get the concept, and then I want them to bring it to life. That's very, very cool. Yeah. So, so that's what I like. That's the kind of artist I am. How, how, so going back to, like, the first year, how was, like, did you have that same concept? Did you, did, did you see it all the way through like that? Was I it did. the same process? Like, I did, this but is the, the hair music, was, this is the, the life, this was, is the whatever. Yeah, the hair was not good, though. <laughs> Did anyone tell you, Jamie, that hair is not good before um, you entered, or was everybody so being polite? So I had a really young team then. Uh-huh. I had a really young team. We were all really young. We didn't know what we were doing. Um, and then through the years, like each time you do it, you see it. You get better and better and better, and and then you grow and you grow and you grow. And then uh, and then I got a different team, and so I grew with that team, mm-hmm. and that team. That same team I shot the editorial with that I got nominated right. uh, for editorial last night. So this, the textures, the geometrical shapes and the textures within those geometri- geometrical shapes, which was really like that was like, I just love that we got nominated for that um, because we started together. Right. Yeah. So that was really, really special. So for the first four years... We submitted, like, we learned, we kept pushing, learned, kept pushing. Um, so, feel, you know, it feels like failure, quote-unquote failure, mm-hmm. but only successful, you know, f- successful people have a whole bunch of failure because right. you learn from it. You learn from your failure, and it's a stepping stones for your next thing, right? So you learn, you grow, learn, grow. And and then we got a nomination with that collection. And I knew that was special because I don't know, it, like, that square, like, a perfect freaking square of curls, and there was no support. Like, like people are like, oh, did you use a cardboard behind there, or what did you use? And I'm like, no, that's, there's nothing behind that shape. Wow. I put it up with nothing. Like, it's just, like, it's a what? whole bunch of lacing. <laughs> And it's a square of, of curls. And they're like, what? I'm like, nope, yep. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I got 360s in Yeah. I got 360s. Yeah, so it was just, it was an incredible collection and it really super special that I grew with that team. And then that's when we lived in Boston. Thanks to the Army, we moved to Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> yep. When, when, when we were homies. When we were homies, when we were yes. Homies. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. So give give our listeners an idea of how much time it takes and in time that you're going to invest into something like this. Yeah. So it takes a lot of patience and definitely a lot of time. I honestly I probably start a good 5 to 6 months out to shoot a Naha collection. So for Naha 2021, I have already started like, I'm shooting three collections for Naha 2020 or 2021. I've already shot one, and I'm going to shoot two more. So I'm shooting in May for my next wow. two. Wow. So I've already started, So and it's January. 
And, and do you use the same photographer for each collection? I, you know what, I use two. Mm-hmm. So I use two different photographers for different feelings. So if it's a softer collection, I use a, a, a different photographer because it's a different vibe and a different feeling. And then something a little bit more darker, I use a different photographer. So it's a different vibe. Makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, the reason why I, I asked that question, because you know I know it takes time for a storyboard. Yeah. But, you know, when you're actually putting it together, when you're spending 15 hours on one pedal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just a pedal. You right. know what I mean? And there's probably a thousand other hours in there that to, to do the complete collection and yep. and then the shoot. I yep. mean, and if you're going to, like, I highly recommend, like, creating, like, you know, wigs or pieces prior to. And if, you're, and if you don't need to create wigs or pieces, practicing your technique. Because you want to show up on the day and just be able to pump out your technique, like, without... It's like almost like being able to jump rope and tie your shoe and chew gum, like boom. Like you don't even want to be able to think about it because you want to be able to do it and not screw up because you're gonna be nervous, right. so nervous and like. Has that gotten any better over five years? Yeah. Oh yeah. There, like the editorial uh, collection last night, my first model, it was the cone. The cone one right. took me three hours. <laughs> I was oh. freaking out. Wow. I had to like walk away. I think I started even crying because it was the same model. And if you screw up on one model, like, and time is money with a photographer, right? Sure. And if it's the same model, you're like, oh, man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. So, uh, I mean, speaking of that, how did, uh, so this tough army guy that you're married to and stuff, how did you He's like, so tough. he is tough. <laughs> how did you, how'd you convince him that, uh, that not really convince him necessarily, but, but like, what was that conversation at, like to, to be able to follow your passion and, and there's an expense to it and there's a time expense to it. Right. And you guys have kids and all that. Right. Like, like, what well, was that conversation really, like? Um, like I follow him around the world. Oh, you pulled that card. I got you. Career. So I'm like, you can shut up <laughs> while I do what I love. What I do what I do. What I do what I do. I do what I do. I, you know, I, I follow you what, and you do what you do. Sounds so, like my wife. And, <laughs> and you know what? Like, here's the deal. Like, we're teammates, like, yeah. through and through. Like, I married my best friend. He is my best friend, and I'm his best friend, and, like, we are teammates like in in everything you're that his we best do. friend whether he it, whether, he, li- whether yeah. he likes it or not <laughs> no, he's, exactly. right. he's here right so right. it is what it is but no for real though like he's my best friend so i, I can't imagine being a a uh, army wife sucks and be, well and being a hairstylist <laughs> because you are leaving every few years so oh my god yeah i wrote a book about it it's called hair boss Hair boss? Hey, I was going to bring that up. I was yeah. there's a little <laughs> book called Hair Boss. So go ahead. Bring it up. It's a guide. Because hairdressers don't like to read. <laughs> so <laughs> called, yeah, how, where did that thought and how did that come about? What, you that know process. what? So I, so I have two degrees, one of which is, is, technical, is, is technical writing. And I always wanted to be an author. And so kind of came full circle. And in being an army wife, I have to move every three or two or three years. And we have moved seven times in 15 years. Oh, my gosh. And so I was like, dear God. <laughs> and any hairdresser knows how awful it is to build a clientele. <laughs> I mean, you never stop building. No, it's terrible. Sucks. <laughs> you learn how to do it really well. You learn how to do it very well. And so after like the third time, I was like, okay, cool. I can do this in a matter of like five or six months, right? Mm-hmm. I can do it pretty quickly. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it in a book. Now, I was actually teaching. So I'm an artistic director with Pureology. This past year, I, they, I went from an artist, a level four artist, to the artistic director. I was very fortunate enough to be asked to become the artistic director. I said yes. <laughs> Thank you, Pureology. Thank you, Pureology. Thank I've you. I've been stalking you since hair school. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I was like, you know, I was teaching a class, and I was giving some of my tips and tricks in the class, and I had one of the attendees go, 
well, why don't you write a book? I would read your book. And I was like, dang, yeah, I'm going to write a book. When was this? Two years ago. Two years ago. My husband and I went to a Tony Robbins seminar while we were in Boston. He loves um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was there. Of course he does. Of course he does. And so in the seminar, he's, like, talking about, like, writing, like, doing what you love, write a book, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, I'm going to write a book. Took me six months. I wrote a book on top of being an educator, being behind the chair, having three children, all of that. Um, So I would wake up earlier. I'd go to bed late, and I would write a book. And I self-published it. And in the first year, I, I sold... 5,000, 5,000 copies in, in, my first, wow. in my first year. And then... In and, my and this is from the perspective of a hairdresser, so... In the perspective of a hairdresser. And wow. it's, very, it's very conversational. I wanted it to be very conversational and very much so like if you were to sit down and have a cup of coffee with me and it's... Or do a podcast. Or do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like as if you were to leave cosmetology school and get tips and tricks from a you know what I mean a veteran that's like hey I wish you knew this that's right. it this is how you do it okay this is I, how you do it. I, I I have I mean listen you've done this and you've done this and you've done this mm-hmm. like what are your tips and tricks for like building a clientele in five months yeah so the biggest the biggest one really is obviously Instagram right and DMing oh what about the DMing mm-hmm so, my thing is, when you move, so my, I mean, obviously, like, when you move, you don't know anybody. Right. And so, when you move to a new location, you, you have to know who your ideal clientele is, right, off the bat. And so, for me, I want a high-paying clientele. So, I want somebody that wants to use, that is a purology user, that... And if they're not, they will be. They will be. <laughs> <laughs> they will be. And... They need to uh, not work during the day because I want them to come into the salon during the day. And they uh, are going to spend a lot of money because I want high-paying clientele, right? Because I only want to do three clients, high tickets, three clients, because I work smarter, not harder. I only want a few clients during the day, okay? So I'm going to DM my ideal clientele. So on the gram, I'm going to go ahead and find those ideal clientele, right? So whether it's whatever your jam is, if you're vivids, if you're, you know, moms at Starbucks, if you're, you know, men, what, you know, brides, wherever the, your ideal clientele is, you're going to go ahead and look for them in the specific location. So say if it's a, a bride, you're going to go to the bridal expo location. And do you do a lot of brides yourself? Uh, I used to. Walk us through, like, like when you got to Kentucky, brides. walk us through like what, what you did specifically. Like how did you uh-huh. find those high paying, not working during the day? Yep. So I'm currently doing that because I just got to Kentucky. Okay. So I'm currently building my clientele in Kentucky. And so I will look up the location. So right now I'm in... Fort Knox, Kentucky, and it's much easier because I'm on the base, so right. it's like military uh, wives, and it's officer wives. Oh. So you're saying they have disposable <laughs> my income? My husband's laughing. So yes, if you mess up, it, it, so, so if you so if you had a, an accident and you uh, and you mess, not saying you would ever do that, <laughs> one of the hairs up, does he has to pay the price? No. Well... I would never mess up the hair. Because her husband, <laughs> as an officer... I would never mess up the hair. I know. Um, well, maybe they would chat with him about it. You're in the doghouse. But be like, Wiley, Wiley. your wife. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> and my wife came home and took me straight to the bedroom. Oh. Because her hair looked so great, and she was feeling herself. She was feeling herself. Yep, that's what they would say. <laughs> that, that's all, of course yeah. they would. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's Anyways, awesome. so 
I would DM them. And I would say, so, so how do you, I mean, you said, and I all, have this whole script. The script is in my book. I give them, I give them scripts. I give them, so awesome. like, I give them formulas on how, like, you only need 99 color guests to make a hundred thousand dollars behind the chair. I, you, you, if you're uh, a hair cutter, you only, you, well, you need 250 guests behind the chair to make a hundred thousand dollars. Like I give you specific things in the book. Sometimes it's hard to. Uh, you know, quote unquote, fire a client, you know, you know, newer artists or hairdressers in the industry, you know, don't know how to do that. I mean, these are conversations that, you know, you get on, you know, these Facebook, you know, groups, and people are asking these things. And I give those in the book. So it's just things like that, that are just like, we don't talk about all the time. Right. It's just like you said, it's a tips and tricks to tips the industry, and right? And like, yeah. it's funny how like, like how nobody's done that before, right? Nobody's kind of like, like just this, yeah. just what? And and at the same time, you know, us as, us as hairdressers working behind the chair, we finally have the voice of the industry yep. as opposed to, you know, that there was no manufacturer necessarily that was going to produce that book, right? right? right. So like, you know, yep. now that we can we can all speak to each other through yep. social media. I mean, we so talk so. about it on podcasts, we talk about it on Facebook, we you know things like that, but nobody ever wrote a book about it. So I was like, well, here it goes. So. That's pretty cool. sold 5,000 copies. <laughs> she sold 5,000. Yeah. I've always thought it was cool. It would be cool. And I'm never going to do this. But ever since I was young, I wish I had like a book of like, of like, of secrets and stuff. So like, you know, if, if the hair is, has well water, like what's that one secret that you can kind of go in and do? And right. I mean, Malibu's kind of done it because they've created like a line around a that. Line around it. But, yeah. but, you know, before, before Malibu, like, like what are those secrets about getting like, you know, just the stuff that scares you, you know, if the foils are getting hot, what's going, what's on? going on? Yeah. Yep. And that kind of stuff. I've always kind of like wanted to, if, I wish all that stuff was like, almost like a, like a, like a first aid kit, yeah. so to speak, or a first aid. Like word. a hair hack book, yeah. Totally a hair hack book and like mm. buy vitamin C and do this and, you know, all the stuff that we know um, that, that we've been, that's been handed down handed to us. Down. Yeah. Well, like I said, Malibu's done a pretty good job <laughs> of, um, <laughs> of creating a whole product that, line yeah. around that. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought that that would be, I always wish I had that growing up where, where you're like, okay, was, is, is well water vitamin C or is that, you know, like, like right. it always gets all like jumbled in you, especially when you're in it. Right when those foils oh, yeah. are getting hot, and you're like, "What, what was that? Was that iron? You know, was that? You know, what right. was that? Like that? I, I right. kind of. Anyways, I I think you kind of did that right by by yeah. teaching people how to be. I'm I'm actually interested in that book, and like, I, I would think if you're a salon and you have a young staff, it's like an amazing book to have, like, yeah, on like like in the in the salon Absolutely. or, or it buy it. Just go ahead and buy it for yeah. your for for your. Up, it's up definitely staff. geared towards the younger staff. Absolutely. How can somebody find that book? So you can find it on hairboss.co. You can also find it on Amazon. Oh, look at yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Look at you in the self-published Amazon yeah. world. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. And then after that, then I, you know, I geared towards the apparel. So I have hairboss apparel uh, wrapped around it as well. That's so, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. So how was, um, like, you, you brought up Pureology a, a couple times, man. Mm-hmm. What's that, like, what's that experience been like? Because I'm a big fan of the product, and... I, we're, we're going to talk it out. It might be uncomfortable for you, but that's okay. I'll make you squirm a little bit. But uh, but tell us tell us about like your you know like how that not how because we know it, it happened there. But what's your what's your life been like with Pureology? It has been. And how long have you been with them? So I've been with the brand for ten years. Wow. Yeah. So I like I said I've been a hairdresser for eleven years. I and then I've been with the brand for ten. So right after I became obviously a hairdresser, I was like, yep, I'm going to apply to become an educator. And I think within two weeks of applying, they were like, they called me up and said, would you, would you like to come and become an educator? And I was like, sure. <laughs> yep, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started when they wore like business suits. Right. Like, the whole business suit thing. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> we're hairdressers, um, man. We're, yep, we're hairdressers. I trained under Wendy. And then Ruth came on shortly after. So I trained under both of them as an artist, and then I, you know, worked my way up through the ranks. There was four levels, uh, and I was fast-tracking. Obviously, I'm super motivated. <laughs> to That's what Jamie know, does. Know. Yeah, and it, I, I loved it. I love educating. That I mean, when you look at my social media, that's what I do. Like, I, I, I'm a natural educator. I want to give people education. Like, when you... 
I have videos of just tips and tricks on short little videos and mostly <laughs> braiding. I love to braid. So. That's awesome. And so I wanted to learn everything there was from Ruth and Wendy. And I love the brand. Like, I eat, sleep, and breathe Purology. And it's so funny that I'm in black and white today. Typically, I'm always in white. Like, <laughs> <Of> last, <course. laughs> last night, I was, like, in one of the only people in white right. <laughs> in the sea of black. But, uh, yeah, they were incredible mentors to myself. And there's three other artistic directors. And last year, they... Uh, you know, as it is in the in this business, it, there's always times that it's time to move on, right? There's times when you're it's ready to you know evolve, and mm-hmm. Ruth and Wendy uh, evolved on in into Redken, and Purology asked us the four of us to become artistic directors, and I was not expecting it. I was wow. like, whoa, like absolutely blown away that they would ask us to become an artistic director. And I was like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Seize the moment. Seize the moment. And it was so surreal the moment that they asked us because it was actually in Boston and uh, we were in a conference room overlooking the harbor. And that was where my husband asked me to marry him. And I was like, whoop, full circle. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's really really cool. cool. Really cool moment. Yeah, so were those two weeks, you said you applied for Purology, and two weeks later they called you, like, what took you so long? <laughs> I know, what took you so long. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They actually had a, a two phone interviews, and I was so nervous, like, so nervous. But it was also, like, do you ever have those feelings where you're, like, the, I know the universe, this is meant for me. I absolutely know this is for, meant for me, and... I knew it in my heart of hearts that I was like, they're going to call me back. I also know that about Naha. Like, last night I was like, I think I'm going to win, but it didn't happen. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I know it in my heart of hearts. I will win someday. I hope they're listening to me some, <laughs> somewhere. Like, if Siri can hear me. Naha or Association can hear this. Um, I do know, like, I do know the universe it will happen for me someday. Mm-hmm. I will not stop. <laughs> Speaking into existence, right? Absolutely, I mean. yeah. It's a manifestation. I absolutely do know that it will happen for me. So That's cool. Yeah. Well, we'll be rooting for you. Thank yeah. you so we're much. We are rooting for you last night. You know? Thank you. We were. Thank you so much. Yeah. Jen, Jen Plank kept saying, Jamie, we got to get Jamie. We got to yeah. get Jamie. I go, dude, yeah. I, you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. And you know, it's not. What is it? You compete. Hold on. You competed against Ruth last night, right? I, Weren't you guys in the I same did, category? How'd yeah. that feel? You know, it, it was an honor. Like, it was, right. it was like, it was such an honor to be nominated. It was such an honor to be nominated alongside her because. Purology she, had to be like, yeah, we got two and five. Up there, like, right? it was, it was surreal because she taught me so much like she was my mentor for many many she's a years legend. she's a legend she really really is and and then you know after the ceremony she came up to me and gave me a huge hug and i was just like i'm so honored to be like alongside you so um she's incredible incredible hairdresser so incredible hair, incredible person Incre- I mean, every, everything that we've in, had yeah. every contact that we've had with her has been yeah. extraordinary and we're actually um i don't know if, if you've heard but we're actually working with her in september so we're doing um in September, we're doing an event called in in, in Merlin. In we're Merlin. Do, we're in Merlin. In Frederick. In front of Merlin. Neck. We're doing an event called Presley Poe and Friends. Oh. And mm-hmm. Sam V is coming yep. in to do it. And then um, just literally this week, Ruth Ruth is um, on board. And a very cool story coming out of it. Like, Ruth is your mentor. Mm-hmm. Mine and Tony's mentor was her assistant back in Santa Barbara before she went oh, on the Trevor whoa. Sorber thing. Get this. So at Presley Poe and Friends, we're putting them on stage together, and they haven't seen each other since Ruth left to be artistic director for Trevor Sorby. Wow. Isn't that yeah. dope? That is so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, really she's, one, she's a hairdresser on, um, with Lynn yeah, yeah, on so Project one, one Runway. Runway. Yeah, yeah, her, na- her so. name's Jackie Davis, and she, um, okay. she, uh, she does, yeah, with Lynn um, Nugent, uh, Wynn. Wynn. Lynn Wynn. I always, I always get that Vietnamese <laughs> name. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of letters, and it's well, If you Wynn. try to pronounce it, it, it 
English, it's, it says Nugent, but when you pronounce it in Vietnamese, it's Nguyen. <laughs> so yeah, so they do all the hair for uh, for Project Runway Project and a few other and a few of the yeah. franchises there as well. So it's it, we're really stoked to kind of like be able to bring them together. You know, That's amazing. It's pretty cool. That is amazing. It's not far from Kentucky, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you should, yeah. you should come it's over like in a September. 45-minute flight. Yeah, I will. yeah. You definitely should. We'll have tickets right. for you. Yeah, we'll okay. definitely hold tickets for you. All right. Do we need to... I'm there. How many, how many tickets do you need? Two. Two? You bring right. in the bow? I will. We, we've been to Frederick because um, that's where we have the NOCC walk, the um, National Ovarian Cancer Coalition walk for purology, and, and we sponsor that for purology. So we've been there a couple times. My family goes every year when we when we live there. Yep. Can I tell you something? And it's about to get really, really real right here. Super real. I'm ready. Yeah. So, um, so Katie's sitting in with us, and she kind of takes our notes and stuff while we talk. When we do live events, and that's why it's really cool to do live events. But your story and her story are almost exactly alike. Really? Yeah. Her mom passed away a couple weeks after her after her daughter was born. No. And and Katie, and, and as I you're telling the story, this. like like I'm getting teary Stop, now because I don't want to cry. Stop. <laughs> I was getting teary-eyed when Don't, you were talking about I, it. Like I, I, I say the story a lot, and I get really emotional when I talk about it. So. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's um, and when you were saying it, like. Katie's very close to us, obviously, and like I was kind of living it. Look, I'm I'm going now too. But like I was kind of living it like with you, but like seeing it through her eyes, and it was it, it was kind of crazy. And like I just I can't. And when you said postpartum, I didn't even like when it was all went down with you. I didn't even like kind of like I, I didn't. That wasn't even an element that I, that I thought about at the time. You know, right? You know, I, um, not to make it about me because sometimes <laughs> it is, but <laughs> well, I just did. Um, when so my oldest daughter was um three weeks old Mm -hmm. and my mom was only 53 and she had a aortic aneurysm so she just went to work and never came home so it was um yeah like yeah it was really intense and to be honest I mean like I said my daughter's only three and I I don't even know if I've really began to process it I just Uh, was like I'm a mom I gotta do this I'm busy I'm busy (laughs) yeah and my it's so hard because when you become a mom, you have so many questions and you're like, I wish my mom was here because I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and exactly. And mom's I always had all the my answers. mom. Yeah. yeah. I actually, a month later, lost my grandmother, who was my mom's mom. So it was Jeez. like. <laughs> and then bam. Yeah, left yeah. Hope, yeah. My so. mom um, drowned and it was so tragic. It was so oh tragic. My God. And my husband, we were living in Germany, and we had to have um, a pat. My son needed a passport, like a, a oh. an emergency passport yeah. made. So we had to go sit at the embassy like all day. Oh we had to have the governor of Minnesota come, like or like call over, and like he's so crazy. We had to go and then go home and like bury her at twenty four, and like. We paid for it at 24 years old. Like, it was just, like, so intense, like, as a young adult. You know what I mean? And then how many years later? And then our youngest, Maddie, was four. No, our youngest, Maddie, then my husband's dad passed away Mm. when she was born. So it was just like two, how many years later? Two, two years later or two days later. Like it just was like all these things that you're like, we feel like we are old souls. You know what I mean? Like it, it, may, it forces you to grow up and you're, you're like, wait, I'm still a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Sure, I know. Like yeah. I'm still a freaking kid here. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like all of these things. I think that's why I, I'm so driven, like, and I, I want to, I want her to be proud of me. Yeah, but judging by your story, you were driven way before that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just want her to be so freaking proud of me. I want her to see this. I want her to feel me. I want her to know that I'm doing all of this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she does. Yeah. Right? 
Mike. Yeah. And you've done some pretty extraordinary stuff, man. Yeah. We're I think she did, like, she does, like, she does know, like, because she would always say, like, you, you were, you were my, like, I, I lived through you, like, I lived through you, Jamie, you were my, my, per, like, chance, you were my second chance, like, you were the one that was, like, I always knew you were going to be big, I always knew it, you know, like, and, and I don't know if you feel it, like, if you ever felt, like, or feel them, like, I feel her around me all the time. Like, I don't know if anybody feels, like, presence of, like, mm-hmm. I feel her and, like, and his dad all the time, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, super cool feeling. Like, I know you're here. <laughs> it's so weird. But, but in my daughter, like, when I would, when I would like try and change her diaper or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I would look in her eyes and if I could see my mom standing behind me. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And it's like, but like, you, you do know though. That you here. do like you through things happening, here. you feel them yep. for sure. Yep. Um, on the plane right here, in the clouds, I'm like, I know you're here. Like I can see you in the clouds. Like, and it's just like a, such a, it's just such a cool feeling like I know you're here yeah it's so amazing even though that they're gone they're not really gone Mm-mm. yep oh well just make it like kind of weirder <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, do let's that. make it weirder I did my mom's hair and makeup they, when you, she's in the casket you did so for they, the funeral they asked me and I was like I don't know if I, can. I took three shots of whiskey <laughs> and I was there yeah. with her best friend and my cousin yeah. who was also a hairdresser yeah and I was laughing the whole time and I'm like my mom is gonna sit up right now and grab me yeah. like this is not <laughs> it, it was but I was like this is yeah. it's not them right like they're no, no, it's just no, isn't her yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but that everybody always and I say that everybody's like what and I'm like no it was actually That's, fine yeah it, was, it probably sure actually it helped me. Oh, good. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it probably yeah. did. Yeah, but that is so crazy though. I know, have, like the same story. It's it, it's crazy. I, like you were telling yeah. it, and it was as if Katie was saying the story. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why is she so <laughs> quiet right now? She's so quiet. Is my, oh my story <laughs> stupid? <laughs> Not, I'm totally judging you right now. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like, Aww. I kept looking at her, and I'm like, this sounds, it's it, it's as if yeah. she ri- wrote it, right? It, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Jamie, dude, I love you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love I, your story. And I, you guys have no idea, like, probably three years ago, Jen Plank was like, you have to meet these guys. Yeah. You have to meet them. <laughs> you have to get on their podcast. You know how she is. That sounds just like her. Get on. Yeah. Write their names down. Gabriel. Right. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> I've had your names in my phone for like three years. That's awesome. Well, Swear to God. Well, now you can erase it because now you've been yeah. hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you can forget that we ever existed and stuff. Right. Dude, thank uh, you. you know, I think your next book is like uh, is is your learns and Naha, or or yeah. not, you know what? Maybe not name it Naha, but maybe like 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 name it like uh, competition uh, hairdressing and stuff, or yeah. you know, event. Absolutely, oh, so many things Editorial. that she could. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. I truly, truly appreciate you. Oh my gosh, yeah, you guys! Like yeah. what you do for this industry, like is incredible. Like uh, I'm so honored to even be here oh, sitting with it. you. Stop. We don't. We don't. We don't feel. <laughs> we don't see that. But we. You guys stop. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Dude, thank you. I mean, what do you do for the industry? Come on, man. I mean, you wrote a book about, like, how to be a boss. How to be a hair boss. Hair right? right. Yeah, that's incredible, man. Thank you. So, um, so just kind of, like, once again, just go over uh, all your handles and where people can find you and, and, and stalk you and, and, you know, because you have to bring security with you. I do. Mm-hmm. Did you, you, you should have saw him last night. He was in all black. Oh. Oh, next. So nice. Mm-hmm. So nice looking. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's my security. Uh, but yeah, on Facebook, it's Jamie Wiley Artistry. Uh, Instagram is Jamie Wiley Hair. Yeah. And Hair Boss, right? You and can do the- Hair, oh, Hair Boss. Where can you find the book? Hair Boss is Hair Boss Official on the gram. And you can find the book on Amazon or hairboss.co. That's awesome. And people can yes. reach out to you and talk to you about the book. Hey, you can DM me anytime. And guess what? I will answer. That's awesome. Because that's who I am. That's who, that's who Jamie is. 
Absolutely. Well, I will answer any questions that you have. Please reach out to me. Awesome. Yep. That's incredible. Thank you. Jamie, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Thanks for bringing security because we're scary dudes. I know that. <laughs> but, um, but Jamie, thank you very much. And thanks for giving us your time. Thanks for uh, making some time for us. And thank you very, very much for joining us on your nail. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>